drop the phone. Cutlish, I know it's show. Portrait, I'm focused on fortress. Yeah, yeah, don't scratch it. Show it on the shortage. I rock her horses, don't push it. Not burn a race in the Dutchess. Long high, rub, long high. It's another individual, y'all don't talk about. Two seasons, but reason no pain. Ice cream, my sneeze, look like big wine. Get it big, get the face low. Never let the pussy face low. Get too big, get too big, get too big. That's what made me. That's what made me. That's what made me. Hello, everybody. It's good here Monday. Just some fucking Smino in your life, you sons of bitches. That's what made me. My shit gravy. That's what can't eat. She was crazy. Baby. It just feels good. I don't even know if he said shit this whole time. Yeah, I don't think he did. Wow, that was a bar. That was a. We don't even. We don't usually do uh, rewinds here. He, he really wants you guys to listen to him. And he said his sisters put him on. I mean, shit. That's normally the, the one of few times you actually get good advice from lady folk as a man is from the ones that's in your family. Because the ones you're dealing with going to sell you a drink. It just feels like the universe just be dropping shit in your lap because that video that was posted earlier, I was like, ah, I had seen, I had done a little like shit with the little uh, sex toy thing, and I was like, oh, this will be funny for some reason. And soon as I saw that, I was like, wow, won't the fucking <laughs> won't he the the high powers provide at all times? Yep, just oh, look at you, just you know, I don't care if it's the nineteen twenties or if it's inflation or if it's whatever or if it's these old timey still pay for it all and i just exist mm. all right cool you got it. guess what i'm happy without <laughs> you i will i will figure it out mm-hmm. you get no love from me i just i i as much as we've discussed that i just i just feel like i just am content in the fact that that'll just be something that i'll never understand and I'm not meant to understand everything, so that's cool. You're not meant to understand everything, but part of the purpose of us being on this earth, in my opinion, is to try and understand things because you are sent here knowing nothing. So the more you try to understand, the better a person you become. I'm full of shit. I I have my own understanding of it, and I'm just trying to be like, you know, y'all, you know, you like what you like, but it's all. No, that's that's enabling, sir. Don't enable the people. We've talked. Don't about don't this enable before. these ears that are listening to us here on Just a Dope Ass Podcast on this wonderful Monday evening. If it's not their first time, they they know what time it is. If it is your first time, thank you. Whenever the fuck you see this, hear this, whatever, Hi. you are appreciated. If you're hearing it right now, it's because you downloaded the Good News Radio app and you're listening live because and somebody either put you on game or you followed instructions or something Let wonderful on the game. <laughs> that was a time it was i was gonna let you get it off that was it that was just that was just the thing we've discussed timbaland like he's a wonderful person man like you just just fucking t- i'm not gonna do the hip-hop thing right now but like no we're not fucking thanks tim yeah that Tim's. that that album was wonderful for all the uh the alley-oops that were given 
mm-hmm. on that album. Not necessarily because of him. He had some. He had some assistance. Not to shit on him, but he had a lot of assistance. And yeah, it was top tier assistance. My thing with him always is just like you can't knock it. Just like fucking, you get to it in these mother in this fucking booth, man. It just be something. I don't know. I haven't heard anything in a while, so I don't want to give like any negative thing. Because actually, you know, it's really calm, really chill. I think, right? I uh, haven't. It hasn't crossed my timeline, so in my mind, nothing's happening. I'm he's he's way. been doing okay. I think in the booth is we we know what to expect from him, and it's great. It's outside of the booth, especially when 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 lady folk are involved, where he gets to be a little sketchy. We're no longer talking about Timbaland for anybody who's not. Following. No, we're not talking about Timbo at all. We we named Timbo by name. We didn't name the other guy by name. I just want to put positivity out of that, man. Cause it yeah, just, no, he's, 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 I haven't heard anything about him since Clubhouse was like really <laughs> rocking and he was on there, uh, soliciting. Yeah. I was, I was actually listening to something in the gym, like just on like, you know, a little like playlist or whatever. And it came up and I just kind of was like going through the, like had like a, you know, maybe like 20, 30 minutes of like just game shit on my fucking, uh, playing through the fucking headphones. I was like, fuck, man. Like, He's got a decent discography, man. This nigga be really like he can really rapping do, the bars. He can man. really do a little something. Yeah, and it's some I don't know. And I think like, I be like in the champion, because um, even when I think about like that conversation we had with Juju, shout out to Keep It A Thousand Pod. Um, Coming on next. Oh, yeah. Um, I was thinking about just like LA hip hop, and I was like, you know, he does have to kind of get put in that class of hip hop people who's like, what you did just say fuck the uh regular la sound and just said i'm i get these bars off period yeah so i mean he kept the stereotypical gangbang thing but he created his own style as far as like the whole name dropping being part of his bars like he 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 kind of pulled like a west coast fabulous type situation i saw fucking something where it was like you know the joe button fit page where it just like completely demolishes his fucking clothes i didn't know that page is something he gets fab too because it was something like where they were like going it was like a couple posts of like them together like as fashion uh faux pas phenoms and i was like i never heard of that with fab i thought fab was always like in uh but i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about so you know <laughs> so you know fuck me uh, fashion is not my forte yeah man i just be wearing shit i'd be comfortable now yeah. mine, I I definitely Fab gets to it when it comes to fashion, but Fab because he fun has fun. the money, he's gonna be able to he gonna play around with it a little bit more. Uh, Joe is just like I'm getting money again, so I'm wearing designer shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, Joe's shit sometimes do look like it's expensive, and it just be like you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to put that on, yeah, champ. You like you didn't, down. you didn't have to do that. Fab is like it's expensive, but. Some of it's custom, or I know how to actually put it together. Not to mention, your wife slash baby mobs is a stylist, so you kind of—that's a cheat code. Yeah, yeah, you get away. Now, granted, you was you you had your 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 swagger on real nice when it came to the clothing beforehand, but you have an in-house stylist. Like she styled all your peers for their videos, so you know you get a little bit of a assist inside the household look at fab man like look how this came full circle like now whatever the relationship shit that's i'm sidestepping it's had its ups and downs yeah but just the fact of look at her being her own fucking independent enterprise having her own talent business skill set (laughs) money and you know you can't even put her in the thing of like you know i'm with fab for whatever it's like you were already doing this yeah that's 
Amazing concept. I I've discussed it at length. We have <laughs> we have sat here in this here <laughs> this is studio to discuss the dynamics of of the male and female species and that there is one of the crux, one of the <laughs> pillars of success for for a laughing relationship. Is to fucking have your own, man. I just I swear I don't understand. I just don't get it. Like you're not supposed to get it because you have a brain, and it works well. Even motherfuckers say like the 1920s and shit. Like I just I be wondering, okay, how do motherfuckers? And I'm speaking solely um, just from a black black history's perspective because because man, come on. Um, but I'm sure, and this is just me being ignorant. I'm sure there's across all gamuts, but like. Motherfuckers be up there like, oh yeah, um, on Netflix wasn't it like Madam T J Walker and shit? Like they were just like super hyping her up. Oh like, yeah, it was amazing. Like she and she did like all of this great business money thing. How the fuck y'all be like? She's amazing. Are you gonna buy all of this other stuff? Hold up, nigga. I thought what the fuck? Fuckers, what the fuck? You lying? <laughs> Liar. Yes. Um. I'm gonna go out on a ledge here. Lovely. It's just a slight detour. We can get back to this, but I'm I go off road, so you know you are the complete structure of this. I, I, I know I've I've, I've kind of mentioned this before, and and I, in the spirit of of supporting black people and black innovation and black creations and black business and black history, mm-hmm. I don't entirely want to say something negative about Madam C J Walker. Mm. But I blame her for all these terrible wigs and weaves that you guys are wearing. She like she started the trend of trying to assimilate into white culture and making money off of it. And I I, I blame her because what we deal with today with this foolishness that y'all be putting in your heads sometime to to assimilate into pop culture into white culture. It started with her. It started with her. It was supposed to tame black hair. Black hair was fine. This is pod history, man. We did take Madam C.J. Walker shots, man. I, I, I appreciate her contributions to history and black hair care and, and things of that nature that we needed. But God damn it. Like, her thing was like, I'm going to do this for black people and I'm going to make money. Mm. As opposed to understanding the damage. Like, no, you're creating something that's going to make black people want to assimilate into white culture so they don't get profiled. They're still going to get profiled. They're going to hate their natural selves even more. And it's going to escalate and become worse. So, although I love you, Madam C.J. Walker, I wish you just thought that through a little bit more before. Is that judging Madam C.J. Walker for tools she was not, I don't know, equipped with? No, I, I think I think her heart was in the right place. Mm. I don't want to completely say she was being greedy or just chasing it for money. I don't want to. Compl- I think you know her innovation within that point in time in history played its role and it helped us in some capacity. So I don't want to completely shit on it. Um, I don't think she foresaw that, yeah, the damage that was going to yeah. come from it. I don't think she saw it escalate to that point. The creamy crack. Yeah, I think for her it was just like. I can make some money because this is something that black folks need and I discovered it. So let me put it out there and I can try. Like, I think her Mm -hmm. making money as a black woman and as a person during that time period of slaves is still like. I think that was the sell, especially like how they, you know, I think definitely like the film laid into that. But I think that definitely was the sell is like I have a chance to like fuck. I mean, the hair is important. That's how I make my money. But Like I'm so focused on 
Like I'm doing like something. Like, right. I'm doing something big. I'm going to get this yeah. money and this money is going to be a big fuck you to white people. But within that, right. you're also hurting your people more. I feel like that's a trend of like all of our shit because all of our fucking, you know, not all of it, but like a lot of our ways to get, you know, to get up, to get the money, to move on up to the east side is always usually at the expense of like our people to get the like, you know, to get the super big bag. You kind of have to, you know, put your own on the chopping block or at least be, you know, at the very least, you have to be impatient. But if I want to get this money right now, I got to kind of throw you out to the motherfucking wolves. So, mm, which fucking sucks. Like, some forethought to be like, hey, you know, you could kind of, you know, go back to the community. But that requires you to maybe lose out. Well, as it stands now, it requires you to lose out in a couple of dollars. It don't necessarily have to. But that's it, doesn't, it doesn't have to. But I think that mindset of... Like you said, get up and get to the money. Got to hustle. And that, that comes from that mindset of, you know, that time period of Madam C.J. Walker. I'm going to do what I have to do to set myself aside from this norm of black person. And maybe I'll get treated differently. I'll be able to put myself in a position to where these white folks can't treat me a certain way. But that leads you into a mindset of survival. I'm going to do what's best for me. It gets us out of the original mindset that we have, which was for the collective, and it puts us in an egotistical, selfish mindset, which ties into what we're talking about today for the most part as far as people entering into relationships with a, with a one-track, egotistical, selfish mindset. Yeah, I think like to do the parallel between like the mindset of business and the mindset of even how relationships, if you're entering into these things, you know, copying, you know, what's the what's the what's the terms a lot of people use it on like super black, the dominant society. <laughs> you know, you get in here, you know, following the dominant society. But if you take that blueprint, and you know, it is a very like selfish, not for the collective blueprint, and you go in going, you know, just from a business on the business side, they always say like, I'm gonna go in. Even when we talk about like getting into certain industries, like I'm gonna go in, you get your foot in the door, you go back and get your people, but you right. don't take into account the changes that happen to you when you go in here, like the social changes and shit. Even that video you posted earlier today where it talks about like the generational shit of how that affects, like we don't even pay attention or even have the knowledge of right. all of these environments are affecting your brain patterns, affecting your energy, affect all whatever level you want to fucking put it on is fucking with you. You're not a, a, a paying attention to. Yo, this shit is changing you and not necessarily for the better. It can change you for the better, but no matter what change happens, you have to pay attention to the negative changes that are going to come with the positive changes. Mm -hmm. And of course, people are going to weigh their options and see which ones they want to deal with and which ones they don't. That's why I said I don't want to completely shit on her. I know I'm for for. You know, shits and giggles just to be funny. Clickbait. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm I'm picking on it. It's been a while. They haven't been. They haven't driven by in a while. They must have been on a road trip. We, miss, have. we missed y'all riding through every fucking time we record. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I know it's it's inflammatory for me to say, and it's entertaining. But I'm saying that not necessarily to shit on her, because I appreciate what she contributed to us as Black people in the community and our history. But I think when we, get, especially since that mindset we've had since that time period, we get into survival mode of how to, how can I make money? How can I survive? How can I change these things that you, we ignore the negative changes that are going to come with that. We may look at 
say, for instance, I want to see how to get white people to not treat me this way. And you forget how that's going to affect black people negatively. I'm just trying to focus on this one thing. It's like, I appreciate that. That's mm-hmm. that's necessary. We do need change. Change is inevitable and change is necessary. But don't just pay attention to only the positives, because if you pay attention to the negatives, you might figure out how to counteract some of them a little bit. But you have to pay attention to the balance of both. Not to be negative and like just focus on negatives and no, no positivity and abundance and all that is important. But sometimes when you're understanding your abundance, you have to understand, you know, what you're trying to avoid as far as lack is concerned. This is going to be a part of lack that's going to pop up. All right. Well, let me figure out how I can counteract this with more abundance as opposed to this. I'm just going to ignore it and it's just going to be there. But if I don't focus on it, it'll go away. No, it's going to grow because you're not you're not figuring out how to keep it at bay. I think about like how just like I think about this shit just like in passing conversations and just passing my little random thoughts to myself of how to like deliver those skills to people because I think about it sometimes is that's a uh, you know a regular mindset if I'm talking to you which is fucking small sample size because that doesn't that like is like oh yeah I talk DC me DC and have like these like deep philosophical thoughts and that's how people you know think or you fucking have a conversation with like I'm like around to talk to like you. And on like Keith in a day, I'm fucked because now I'm out of like standard for talking to people. And I'm like, but I realize if I talk to you, if I talk to Keith, if I talk to, if I look at myself, it's like, oh, this has been a journey of going and looking up shit, going and listening to people who, um, you know, challenge thought or, you know, like you'll sit up, like motherfuckers really sit up and like that page, I forget what it's called that you post all the time that I ended up following the day with the cartoons, but they'll post motherfuckers oh, like after school, after school, like, but after school, sit up there and you'll post, you'll listen to fucking Alan Watts and turn around and listen to Jordan Peterson and turn around and listen to fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah. And that's not saying you agree with all these people, but if you, you end up having this, I don't know, this approach to things of like, I'm looking, I'm almost out, going out of my way to search for things to challenge my beliefs so that I can, you know, re- I, to me, that's like, you know, what's that shit? Like iron sharpen iron. Like that's how I reaffirm that my beliefs are made of something because, oh, this motherfucker's challenging them. And now I can sort through and think them through logically. You get, you have to, like, these motherfuckers be talking for three hours. So you got to sit through the, fuck this motherfucker, man, this is bullshit. And you come back and listen to it without your, you know, you sit your emotions somewhere in the back seat or whatever. And now you listen to it for what it is and you go, that motherfucker's right. That part is right. That right. part is wrong. That part is not taking into account this. But you realize in order to do that, in order to like deconstruct your own shit, you start looking at the world like that. And they'd be like, I want us all to do that. Because I feel like that would put a, a good dent in niggas' issues. Like if niggas would just be like, because niggas be real, this is how it is. Like, nah, man, just pump your fucking brakes. You know, like pull your head out your ass and your heart out of your fucking. Whatever. It's all this. You getting all that. Yeah. All that high anxiety, that anxiousness, your heart beating because you're reacting. Your ego is triggered. Like, don't you can't approach learning, which is supposed to be something that's cognitive with your ego. Not to say that your heart can't be in it because, you know, having a passion to learn works well with your brain. That's Balance. a feeling. <laughs> Sorry. Balance. Oh, shit. Sorry. So you, you need tissue? Ooh. No, I'm good. He got a he got a case of you, yeah. his his allergies his balance allergies are acting up a little bit. Yeah, fuck. Crazy. But you have to you have to be able to you delegate the action for the body part. If this is thinking, 
let me think and let me think unbiasedly let me think balanced let me think without my emotions as opposed to reacting which we have a lot of that but the the ego definitely triggers a lot of people's behaviors when it comes to these thought processes of understanding how to maneuver within relationships or maneuver within a business model or maneuver within a lot of things people all heart no brain or a little brain and big heart and it's like that's cool <laughs> when you're giving I feel like you could merge the two because I was even thinking of they work together. I was listening to uh to a bit of like the uh, brilliant idiot's response to the Joe Budden stuff. It's just a complete fucking uh, it's a shit show. Eh, it's not really a shit show. I mean, it's there. It's them making light of a shit show. A little bit, yeah. Like they, you know, Charlemagne did kind of take the higher route thing, but there was something that was said by the girl, and it's nothing. It's not a shot to her. It's just that statement of I'm passionate. And I'm like. I kind of hate that term. Even but her, she was talking about it in the form of business that I'm passionate. I'm a very passionate person, which is to me sometimes an excuse to just let your emotions run fucking free. But to take, you know, to say for for the piece where I feel like they should merge, you should use your brain to examine where your emotions are stemming from. Because like, yeah, I'm passionate, but I could be like fucking Hitler was passionate. That's not a fucking excuse. That doesn't. That's not a way. That's not anything to just stand on. But. She talked about the way that she distinguishes, like I'm having it's 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 business. Right. So I will sit my passion aside to think logically. And I thought about that. I was like, you know what, motherfuckers will do that in business because money is the importance of it. Super important. You'll you'll tuck your passion, you'll tuck your feelings or whatever for business because money is important because you see value in it. It pays for this, this, and this. But motherfuckers don't do that shit for they mate. Like you wouldn't do that for your nigga. Like. I feel how I feel. Tell my motherfucker, cause you be tucking that shit for that job you don't like, cause you see value. You can, you can, you can even, you can delay gratification and see the long term shit to go do this part of the job or this part of the school. But for me or for him or for her, you motherfuckers don't do that. You just, cause I feel it. I'm passionate. Right. But that's not always passionate. That's ego. That's entitlement. That's controllingness. That's insecurity. And I'm talking to you niggas too. I'm talking to all of you non-binary, all binary. Yeah, whatever whatever your gender identity is, whatever your whatever. It doesn't matter. It applies to everybody because we all have egos. We all have insecurities. We all have emotions. And a lot of ours are severely out of whack. Like our hormones are everywhere and our brain is just like Hey, don't don't do that. Like actually like talk to me. I got a brain. You got a brain. Okay, that means we both have the capacity to learn and understand. I got a mouth. You got a mouth. We both can use that. But don't approach me selfishly as if your feelings are obligated to be validated and mine don't deserve to be heard as well. Also, just the idea that, like, there's a difference between having your feelings, you know, brought to the forefront. But if you are coming at and you're like... (laughs) Sit down. Like, go the fuck away. Don't yeah. come talk like that. And also, like, I'm super big on have a conversation with yourself as if yourself is somehow fucking up. Not to devalue, devalidate what you're saying, but just to go, all right, where am I coming from with this? It So I just don't blah. But, you know, belief challenging is not a thing. That's how you get ladies on the internet. Explaining. That shit blew me away. The whole video, dog. She explained that we are in a different economic space. She even touched on the fact of like, these are different value systems and said, by the way, fuck it. Bitch, go to the asylum. 
you got it. Like that's got to be some form of insanity. Like you got to be committed, fam. Like well, so for for the listeners that may not have seen the post, give them a little context, okay. preface it for them so they understand. So, I have no idea who this woman is. <laughs> it was a post that I actually took off of another nigga's page that was reviewing her uh, post. Um, um, I think it was one of the ladies from. The, I think it was the same girl from the uh, from the therapy show. Oh no! This is this is a different, it's a different one. Yeah. I forgot. I just I heard some nonsense immediately. That was shit. Like, uh, and I'll give that therapy show a a, a a little. I don't know. We're gonna touch on that too. <laughs> Because they did some weird, some weird sick they shit do. at the end of that one. Not all therapists are created equal. Bald dude is fucking wilding though. I will say that. Like they did a good. I will say they did a good thing of like both sides, men and women, wilding. But the nigga on that show, he's doing us fucking dirty. He's bald. He's bearded, and he's acting like a fucking douche nozzle. It's weird, <laughs> insecure as fuck. It makes no fucking sense. Anyways, um, but no, she was on. She's on this video. A Q A Q. I don't know if you niggas need to fucking uh, you know, fucking. <laughs> sue him for that or whatever um but um <laughs> he uh he's he's up there and he was reviewing a video and basically in the video it was a whole lot of like rhetoric of men need to provide men are bums for you know basically trying to tell women to like you know help me like we're supposed to be a team this idea that you know women need to come like you know add value that like the idea of a man going like hey man like what are you you know like what is the payoff like, you know, we've spoken on here before that, you know, there is a there seems to be a dossier on like if you ask a motherfucker what a good man is, they got a PowerPoint presentation. There's bullet points. You do this, 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 this and this. But if you go, hey, man, what's a good woman? There's like this these lofty like she is a nurturer and she is no man. Like because for me, there's a lot of just bullet points. I don't just get to be I am a good, positive. Nah, nigga, you need to do these fucking jobs so i was like okay man well what is what the fuck is your job because it's in the in the not even on some but in the realm of balance where does this make sense like what is you know what i'm saying because even you know motherfuckers be like you know take care of the household and cook clean like that i'm not even knocking that but that made more sense in the 1920s where it seemed like niggas was working 40 hours in the fucking factory or selling vacuum cleaners or whatever and um you know you come home and you just I don't know, you read the newspaper, you exist, you don't talk to your kids, and you go eat the big piece of chicken, and you sit down. Well, then that makes sense, man, because apparently niggas just don't know how to do anything past wipe their ass. But nowadays, I'm not I'm not the world's biggest cook, but you know what I am? Like, there was a, there was a fucking post a couple months ago on, like, some social media where it was like, women out here using recipes, and I was like, yeah, nigga, me too, because I was like, if I don't know how to, if I don't know how to cook it, I know what I can do is follow instructions really fucking well. So essentially, we all know how to cook. I mean, I and and even that the act of cooking, I feel like has been kind of blown out of proportion. It's the idea that, hey, you care about me to nourish me and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like that gets thrown out the window because niggas don't have any fucking idea outside of a stomach. And it's like, no, like, but even that I'll even take that. Like you feed me and say it takes me. I'm a pretty fast eater. But fucking man, let's say the meal takes 20 minutes. So you made the meal for me. I only engage in this for the 20 minute meal. I ate and I sat down. I can't believe you left you. You cook, you clean the house. Okay, but ma'am, that requires that I only be a walking stomach and penis. But, like, I wanted to watch, um, whatever I want to watch, whatever the fuck shows on TV, and I want to discuss it. I want to talk about Alan Watts. But you're like, well, you're watching that fucking weirdo shit. Who is Alan? Let's watch whatever. Now, well, we don't really connect. What the fuck is, what am I, because 
I can go to BuzzFeed Tasty. I make enough money. I can go just eat out if I wanted to be a just lazy fuck. So what is what is the value? What are you doing here? That's a valid conversation. And it's not on some, I know the word value has been just shit upon because y'all love to just, you know, crucify the Kevin Samuels nigga. But that's a valid question. Like, I, if I am bringing <clears throat> these things to the table, what exactly is my, not to make it all transactional, but make it make sense. You're nicer than me. Because I don't see that as value. I see that as basic survival skills that an adult human being should have. I shared a post today of a three-year-old making a meal. That shit was amazing. And this wasn't no bullshit. The no. motherfucker chopped up uh, bell peppers and onions and, and ground turkey and, and pasta. Boil. That shit was beautiful. Right. A three-year-old. A three-year-old made a meal. Not to be like chef status or extravagant. He barely can hold the spoon. But making it work. Now, clearly, I'm sure he had a little bit of help. But the fact that the family has set things up for him to be able to learn how to cook at a young age and do things himself and it be appreciated. If a three-year-old can do that, I'm not shooting no bell for myself mm -hmm. or any other able-bodied individual that can learn this skill just like this three-year-old can learn this skill. So I don't look at that as a benefit. I know back in the day when we talk about the 20s and whatnot, when it was the woman's job to be in the cooking kitchen or kitchen cooking or whatever the fuck. Like, I, I've been raised doing that my entire life. You're not doing something special for me because I was doing this since I was a child. I don't like that those that those scenarios are used and you only take the positive. You, you, don't, you don't discuss these things in the realm of, like, what was the payoff? Yeah, you got to sit at home barefoot in the kitchen cooking and he went out and cooked. But also... You were not me. I am. I am a complete higher being in in civilization. Like, well, baby, I no, because I don't fucking want to. What you talking about? You got to say in here. That's what it was like. Right. So, all of this, yes, you and I'm not. And this is not on some like, yeah, you get what you pay for now. Like, this is legit to me. What what it's supposed to be. Like, yes, you are an equal party. You can go out and earn. You can whatever. So now we are in this thing as a unit, as a team, which is what the fuck we come from, you fucking... I'm sorry. That is that is the blueprint. So there's all this other shit. I don't know how to look at it except for... It is like bummy behavior, man. Like, even... I, I, and I always... You know, even when I boil it up to, like, the super rich and famous, it's like, come on, G. Like, we could... In my mind, it's like, we're great, but we're not as great as we could be because you're just here, existing, when you could... I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know that, like, you know, I don't know that these fathers are out here just not being fucking dads. Like, it just, it for this scenario to work, it just, it just has to work in an idea where, like, a dad just is not this existent thing, which is not true, and it, to me, shows that motherfuckers don't appreciate fathers. Like, there's a lot of complaining that fathers aren't there, but, like, fathers trying to be there, but nobody appreciates their position because now niggas are just boiled down to money and dick. Like you said, the, the father doesn't do anything but pay the bills, provide penis to create children, and play catch <coughs> with said boy. If it is a boy, if it's a girl, he just makes sure that the girl doesn't bring home a stupid boyfriend. Which means that you motherfuckers have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Like, no, I want to know you, what he wants. You want this image because you don't, like, there's, there's, there's intricacies to relationships and all these things matter. Like the same, <clears throat> you're a nurturer, foo foo, blah, blah, blah. That same thing can be said for him in the male version. He is, right. I don't know, man. Like, what the fuck is the male? He's. 
provider is not always just financial either. Like he provides stability. He provides security. He provides a presence like the same way a motherly presence there. Fatherly. I remember my father's presence, my grandfather's presence, my fucking uncle's presence. The same way I understand my mother's like it's different energy. You motherfuckers just really don't know what the fuck you talking about. And it is just beyond me. Like it is. My head sizzles every time motherfuckers open their goofy fucking mouths because they don't want the you're you're trying to speak from a perspective lacking experience and understanding and you have not been trying to understand men are nurturers just the same way that women's are it's not even entirely different I know we may say that men and women can have the same attributes the same abilities but they look different they don't always look different shout out to my my little brother Casey just had a baby my niece. He will text me a picture of her and be like, I've been sitting here staring at this individual for the last 45 minutes. This is my child. I've been, mom is tired. She watched, she's getting some rest. I'm sitting here with my child, enjoying just looking at my child. I made fun of him today, but I I commented on him. Kid's favorite song that it's a whole infant, but I guess apparently it's the song that my niece likes and it may make her smile or whatever and have some sort of reaction. He's dancing to it and enjoying it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like she would if she was old enough to do it. He's doing it to not just entertain her, but I'm enjoying this as a father. I enjoy doing the nurturer thing. I enjoy being able to be in this space the same way that a mom would. It's not a, a, a gender-specific thing. It's just that I give a shit. I'm going to do you one better. In where we have worked at, at various places where we have still been in communication and worked in different areas, there's more stories, more incidences than probably I could count. Maybe both of us could count. Where said, and this is not knocking anybody, but said situations going on, male or female client. There's female staff that go in there, I'm over this, I'm tired of this. And this is not a situation of disrespect. This is a situation where nurturing is necessary. And one, two, three, four. I could count six men off top, including myself, actually excluding myself, that were the nurturers in the situation. There was no raised voice. There was, it was, we will sit here if it takes the next two minutes or the next two hours to get you back to baseline, to get you back where you're at. And we're going to and we're gonna also process through the situation, the situation where it triggered you. So I don't, on like levels, I feel like that's just some bullshit narrative. And it'd be like, and it to me it's just mad hypocritical because on one hand, motherfuckers would be like, you know, we are this, we are that, which is true. But you cannot live in this space and then say this thing is true because this thing is tied to a narrative that says you're trash. So well, like make it make sense. Here's a question though. Where did the narratives come from? They don't get white. Because when um, we talk about like men being a specific way and men are supposed to do this and women are supposed to be doing this, when you go all the way back to even the hunter-gatherer times, that wasn't a gender role that was assigned. That was a, that was a victim of circumstance, basically. The man is hunting and the woman is home taking care of the kids. Yes, because I'm pregnant and there's children. I can't go hunting with you. But guaranteed, when he brings back whatever they hunted for, she know how to cut it, gut it, skin it, kill it, everything the same way that the man does. I'm just not doing this action with you because it's not feasible to the environment right now. I have the same skill set as you to a degree. When we have wars, I know how to fight just like you. I may not be as strong as you, but the entire village is skilled in having to defend ourselves. So I can do the same things as you. It just may look a little bit different because we have to take on certain roles for the collective. This isn't something that we're doing because I am woman and I'm supposed to do this and you are a man and you are supposed to do that. 
What's that bullshit narrative that I always see? <clears throat> Not even narrative. I just see this bullshit comment when people say things like you would say something like that about like balance. If that's how it works for your relationship, that that's what works best for you, which is true to a degree. But I just feel like some of y'all motherfuckers just be saying that as a way to like dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge the right. fact accountability and equal and balance is necessary in these relationships and equal is not something that just says split it down and I'm like, I'm love to stand on like the one bullshit part to make it make sense because like, people want to be selective in the realms of growth that they have they don't want to grow overall i want to grow in the areas that i want to grow in the way that i want to grow say for instance when it comes to this whole we we've talked about it and i've talked about it with other people throughout the week of women proposing to men <gasps> oh jesus oh god how, how how dare you disrespect yourself proposing to a man it's like it's it's a gender norm one originally when we talk about the construct of marriage originally the man had to do the proposing because it's a it's an agreement between said families and the men are doing the business the women don't have a say so you are property you, sir, you are the prince of this area or you are the heir to this thing. And in order for us to do business, I want you to marry my daughter to solidify this agreement that I have with your father or that I have with you. What are you bringing me as the father in return? If I give you my daughter's hand in marriage, then that means you have to give me this. It's a contract. She ain't got no say so. Mm-hmm. So that's when the man started proposing to the woman. Before it was, hey, you know what? Me and you, I enjoy you. We are now, we are establishing our union. That's what it was before for us. It was a union. It was togetherness. It was two people deciding we are going to do this together and we're going to raise a family together. When it transitioned to marriage as we know it today, it was a contractual agreement. So yes, the men were proposing because the men were doing the business and you were just the fine print at the bottom. I would say even even to add on to that from like not even just a transactional you are property standpoint to me that that reeks of an air of like if this is supposed to be this this is what solidifies love and this is what whatever with this marriage shit then motherfucker if you love me then it shouldn't matter who does the what on this fucking goofy ass um you know uh ceremonial fucking whatever this is just some you know exchange of rings or whatever the fuck it is when you make it but it's like so i am not a value enough you don't love me enough so you don't love me what the fuck is you talking about you love the idea you love the wedding you niggas is full of shit because that really shouldn't be a thing if it's supposed to be this i want to love all that bullshit you fucking motherfuckers be post i want to love that just feels no you don't you want this motherfucking shit you saw in these goofy ass movies because if you wanted this free unending unyielding effortless love then you would have to be able to provide that and you don't have that ability because you have all these motherfucking so you can't you can't want a selfless thing and you yourself are not selfless not only that that is exceptionally accurate but not only that (laughs) what a review more times than not when it comes to the actual proposal right Mm. we're both two individuals we've already agreed that we want to go that route I've established that I want to marry you. You've established that you want to marry me. We think that we are going to enter into this partnership. Mm -hmm. The only thing we don't have established is the official proposal, which is really an indication between us and for all the other motherfuckers that are around (laughs) that I am officially declaring that you and I are stepping into this next stage. But we've already talked about it. 
we both already agreed on it. So who does it, why does it really matter who decides to initiate this next stage when we've already agreed upon it? That's, that's one. Two. Mm. More times than not in some of those situations, the actual pressuring of the initiation of said gesture Mm -hmm. to move into this next stage is the woman saying, when are you gonna... You're putting some sort of pressure on this individual to make it happen by a certain time because you are uncomfortable. So you're dictating still when this proposal is going to happen, but you can't dictate doing the actual action. It makes no sense. I want you. It's either me or this. You're giving ultimatums and you should be proposing by this time because I've waited long enough. I've been with you long enough. When are you going to make me your wife? This, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. You're dictating this. And that, um, that that makes me feel like, and I know niggas have probably like you know used this and <clears throat> ruined this this statement or whatever. Because not absolving the niggas, do we just drag motherfuckers along or whatever the fuck that looks like? <clears throat> but what is the time frame on forever? Like, if the idea is we're gonna ride this thing out forever, you're like, well, we've been fucking talking for a year and a half. How are you going to? How do you rationalize that a year and a half is enough? to allow that you understand me for the course of my existence. I'll take it as somebody being like grown, grown. I've watched my father through his thirties into now the man will be 60. That's a 30 year progression. And I've watched, he'll say super shit. Like, you know, like I'm stuck in my ways and I'm like, you have no idea how much you are not. I have watched you transition and change. So taking into account, you think a year and a half is enough to know motherfucker. You don't even know at least to see like, Okay, you might you're you'll change significantly in the next five to ten years or so. But I should at least it, there's no time for him to go like let me see how do your changes move positively? Are they changing? Like damn, that motherfucker did some shit I didn't even think was whatever, and I'm okay with taking this journey. This motherfucker might take a change, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. But they do some shit like what that motherfucker did a whole. I don't like that. But you're doing this because you you're not examining and being involved to me in the relationship. You're involved in how relationships are supposed to look. You're not even invested in this thing that you're fucking standing in. You looking, sit in the car, like pay attention to what the fuck is live in this moment. You're looking at all bunch of other shit. Not even just in this moment, but understand that these moments are going to change. Cause if I'm going to spend my forever with you, which you're not, cause you're only getting them for a specific point of their life. When you die, you guys are no longer together. <laughs> That's a whole nother concept. There is no such thing as forever in your marriage until we both are done that's pretty much what this agreement is it's it's a finite amount of time it's not forever but you are going to change multiple times throughout this experience that we have together whether it's for one year whether it's for a hundred years whatever the case is you are going to change multiple times why because you change multiple times to get to this point so I'm expecting you to change, but I'm expecting you to change how I want you to change. That's part of the issue, because if you're not changing the way I want you to change or as fast as I want you to change, then you're not changing, so to speak. I want to be with you forever, and I'm ignoring the fact that you're going to change, but I'm looking at you now and saying, well, he don't have no five-year plan. It's only been less than a year. How do you know what his plan is, and how do you know which part of his life you've come into his transition at? Vice versa for women. I can meet you when you said stripper and not know that 10 years from now you're going to be in politics. I don't know that. A whole doc. A whole doc. Whatever the case is. Like, I don't know what life experiences you're going to go through that are going to help influence you to transition into this purpose. 
Right now you're acting out of ego. Later on, you may be acting out of purpose. But I, sh if I'm choosing to be with you, I'm choosing to be with you through that entire process. But you're like, mm, I don't like this. I don't, I don't even want to wait for the transition. I don't like this now. So I want out now. I thought you wanted forever, though. Nah, man, we are, you know, we out here in my expectations, shout out, we not with each other. You know what I also thought about, too? Like, black men. Like, um, having, uh, the amount of times I've had, like, the debate or argument or, or with a variety of people going like, hey, man, like, marriage should be the icing on the cake. And a motherfucker go like, it's supposed to be the one. And it's like, first of all, bitch, if we are in love, if we are together, if we, then marriage should really just be some shit we doing. Cause I've been fucking with you this whole time. If marriage is what makes the relationship what it is, then it was bullshit to start with nigga. And we should just, you know, all the shit we did before was pointless, right? Yeah, because me, this one thing, time time, right, this one thing is going to dictate what this was and what it was supposed to be. If, if that's the case, I, when I met you the first time, I could have put a ring on it if I was just going to be, I need the title to tap the ass. Oh, here you go. Here's your title, basically. It's like, hey, I hired you for this job. I didn't tell you that this job was seasonal. I'm only hiring you for the Christmas season. Now, see, but see that, then, then you get into a weird fucking thing where you asshole for going like, look, man, I like you and shit, but I really just want to, you're a fucking piece of shit. I thought I was a good nigga, man. Like, I'm being honest with you. Yeah, I just, I'm out here. I'm still a hoe. I'm still in my hoe phase. Like, but but we don't realize how the equivalent to that is. I'm looking for a relationship right now. And I, if you're not entering this with the intention on being in a relationship, then I don't want to talk to you. It's the same shit. Like you're jumping the gun and, and ignoring all the stages that come before that because you're leading with your ego. Now, if I tell you that me telling you that I just want to smash is the same as you saying that you're looking for a boyfriend and I better be trying to be that, they're on the same plane. Is looking for a relationship like that phrase? Is you're that looking for appeasement. Yeah, You're looking like for validation in a title and an interaction. You're not actually looking for love. You're telling me that initially. You're not saying I'm looking for somebody that I can connect with and I'm going to figure out how I can connect to this individual. I'm looking for a relationship. Oh, you're looking for the title. That's what you want. You're being upfront and honest with me. I appreciate that. You're looking for the title. I'm sorry. I'm all out of titles. We don't have all we have is just a dope ass podcast t-shirts and sweats and hats. We don't really have any just a dope ass podcast titles. I'm sorry. That's We're nice all though. Out. I feel like that's a nice package. I feel like that's some nice shit, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can get the scare package. Yeah, you dress you dress nice, you look real snazzy. I think that's a good payoff, man. The bitch was like, you know, like, hey man, like I don't got no motherfucking uh you know, relationships, but, uh, you know, I got these titties and I got these t-shirts. I'm like, you know, you be titties and a t-shirt? I'm like, well, thank you, man. I'm like, that's fucking nice of you, I man. appreciate it. I didn't have to go yeah. on Shopify for this? This is wonderful. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, titties and t-shirts. <laughs> Hashtag, yo, welcome whoever the fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, somebody with big titties making t-shirts could use that. But uh, I think that's kind of like the expectation. is like, I'm just bringing titties and you should be willing to give me all the other shit. That's exactly the expectation. Because Shadi was dead ass, like, you know, you should be able to take care of me. And uh, the the goings and comings of our living arrangement. That's even like the British go. I think Daniel, you know, I think he should be like um, he should take care of me. He should treat me like his princess, like my like my dad. My dad pay for everything for me, and that's what I expect <laughs> out of a partner. I'm not your daddy. At I all. don't understand that shit is weird to me. Like nigga, I don't want nobody to be my mama. 
I would be offended if a bitch tried to act like she was going to take that space. Them stupid-ass conversations of front seat, back seat. These people hold completely different spaces in my life. Your father and your nigga should hold completely... If those shits are even remotely blurred, I think you should go. I don't even know if I'll ever have... There ever be enough therapy in the world for you to break through that, like... He's supposed to no. He's not. He's not supposed to cover the space of your father. Your father is a fucking a person that can teach you, you know, reverence. You can understand what love, proper love, feels like. But these actual specific actions ain't no fucking way a nigga supposed to treat you like your dad. That's fucking weird. Go read Oedipus, you sick fuck. And I don't want nobody trying to treat me like my mom. Like, bitch, you suck my dick. Don't be rubbing me like that. <laughs> this is a different type of. Yeah, this is not the same. Like, what's wrong with you? This is weird. Not only that, but do you understand what you're asking for? Because if you're telling me to treat you like a princess, do you know that a princess is going to be groomed to be a leader one day? This isn't just her getting the lifestyle and enjoying it. No, you have to look at all the different duties that you're going to have to go through as a princess. Because one day, bitch, you got to be queen. So you got to know how to run this properly. You're you're getting more grilling than the average person because you're going to have more responsibility. We have a comment. And... You're out of titles, but but don't you live to say you're an MFT? Who? I don't know. I guess that'd be either one of us. I'm not an MFT. I'm not an MFT either. But I understand the the scenario of saying like you work in therapy. Or in I don't. Health. I don't live for the title. The title is necessary to be able to do my purpose. My skill set has been there long before the master's degree and the licensing. I just need that because contractually and legally, I have to be able to have that behind my name, the letters behind my name that are actually there now. I have to have those to be able to sell therapy and say that I'm a therapist. It would be irrational and unethical for me to call myself a therapist without those letters. So I'm not living for the title. I'm living for you motherfuckers to help y'all get (laughs) y'all shit together. I mean, that's the reason why I don't say like I am because I'm not finished yet. But like, yeah, like kind of like to piggyback off what you said is I don't think it's like living for the title. It's that people, especially just to make it specific as mental health, niggas won't respect what you're talking about if you don't say that you have all these accolades or whatever. But you can talk a lot of great mental health things with your fucking favorite uncle or this homeless nigga on the street because niggas have lived life the same way you could have got your favorite fucking uh, medical jargon from Dr. Sebi as opposed to the weird nigga who works at Kaiser who's trying to get your money. It's like the the letters are not something that people are living to. It's just something that, niggas, if I don't have to say it, shit, nigga, if I just gonna listen to it, then cool. Like, cause I'm a podcasting and I was TJ long before I was right. in the mental health field. Um, the letters help you understand that somebody has at least basic understanding of what you are approaching them for, as opposed to you guys giving lots of validation to, say, a Kevin Samuels who's giving you advice nah, in an in a area he's not trained in. Neck but tattoo, nigga. That, him too. All of these pseudo Instagram therapists and whatever the fuck they want to call themselves but they don't have the letters after their name to do so you guys like them because it's entertaining but they're not trained to actually do that i have the credentials to say that i'm trained to do that and that's not the same as marriage because you don't have to get married i have to get the credentials in order to do the job there's a big difference oh there's a couple things okay well nowadays it takes two incomes bars you're cool um (laughs) That's the patriarchy speaking. Women belong to their fathers, and through marriage, they transfer ownership to their husband. Double bars, which is BS, and why we need to reevaluate it all. Thank you, Goddess Lore. But most, Goddess Lore is like cheating. Goddess Lore is like she. She knows us, yeah, and she's. That's like picking somebody that's already on your team to do their job. Yeah, we appreciate the input, but we already know that you, 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 you here with us. You can't see this because you're listening live, but I'm doing the like eye to eye situation thing. You'll see it on YouTube later. Very true. Letters is just for business from time to time. Uh, accolades mean nothing 
if you can't tell a person how you ever how you overcame adversity and how success manifests in your life. Look at King Nigga dropping his motherfucking bar. I agree. <laughs> Kevin Samuels <laughs> is just pimping. There we go. There we go. Like I like it. it he was therapy like a, pimping, man. Yeah. Basically therapy pimp, or consulting pimping. I'm sorry. He's not doing therapy. He's consulting. But see, for him, I feel like, and it's not to say the nigga don't say wild shit, but I don't, I don't diss him as much as others because the nigga never says like at all I'm, that nigga says i'm in consulting i have an opinion on this you motherfuckers be coming up here and then i'm on a granted i think you know the negative shit is always gonna go more viral than the pop but that nigga has sat there and gone you should go to therapy like ma'am go to therapy you go to right. therapy you go to therapy you having a breakdown i want you to actually message me so i can know that you going i'm not a fucking therapist i have an opinion based on my experience and based on my background and motherfuckers just be because you motherfuckers, but but you motherfuckers don't want to go to actual therapists because an actual therapist right. you have to actually go damn you love going to kevin samus so he can tell you a version of the same shit in a hostile way that a therapist would tell you, but you can write it off as he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Either that or I just want the microwave version because I don't actually want to do the work of going to therapy. So although you're telling me you're not in this role, my expectation is that you're supposed to be in this role and I'm going to approach you as such, even if it's completely out of the ordinary, which is the same thing that we do within our relationships. I'm going to approach you with the expectation of you needing or having to or me wanting you to be in this particular role. And I'm not paying attention to you saying, hey, I ain't, I ain't necessarily qualified for that right now. Like, I'm I'm cool with this part of it, but let me build up to that. No, I don't want you to build up to that. You need to be that now. Well, what is what is my motivation for being that right now, madam? Because I am. OK, that's great. I am, too. So what the fuck is we? I want you to tell me exactly what I want to hear to justify the bullshit that I already want to think. And that's it now. Now don't fuck around with it. Nobody come here to ask you for no real assistance and help. What? I'm trying to do no motherfucking work. That shit's hard. What's the work? That's the whole point of this. I'm supposed to be trying to get this title because the title means that I ain't got to work. No. You become a teammate. That means you have to work harder because we both trying to play. You want the ring, right? We playing for the championship. You don't get to the top without work and effort. It don't come with just, I'm going to ride these coattails. The teammate system always sounds like some whole other wild shit. Like, yeah, we're a teammate. We're supposed to be able to support you. You You just saying that because you want somebody else to pitch in so you don't have to be a broke nigga because you don't want to pay for everything. Look, man. That just doesn't make sense. I'm not going to hold y'all up. Like, you saw what I posted, man. Look, Robo Pussy is on the way, and I feel like <laughs> I'm gonna be alive to see it. It's gonna be the goddamn Buddha ass, you know, T1000. Yeah, man, and the bitch gonna have like kung fu grip and a bunch of different speeds and heats. And I'm not fucking, I'll give a fuck. It's gonna have the same thing that a lot of these Instagram models and all these other chicks. It's the same ass, technically. Look, the other one just has real skin, and this one doesn't have real skin, but it's the same injection. So, look, they're gonna drop the Rick and Morty bot, but it just doesn't produce like a world ending fucking super mongoloid monster. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. We Duke Nukem status? We just in the what? future? What? And then I can like put a portable one in my like as a suitcase like tony stark and just had that bitch come out like a goddamn dragon ball z capsule cork i just press a button and just you saw what krillin was the happiest one then they got him some android pussy and never looked back fucked around and got her pregnant i don't know how the fuck that makes sense hey he he wished and prayed for it he got them dragon you know niggas really sleep on krillin like he had he was bald by choice came back with a whole hairline like like it was like niggas really don't give krillin his fucking his fucking dude he had a daughter with an android. That makes no sense. Like, he's the weakest nigga to niggas who punch holes in planets. Fuck off. My wife is stronger than me. 
and she's in love with me, even though she won't admit it because she doesn't know how to express her feelings. And she's taller. Word at words, you five five niggas, man. Don't give up hope. Don't give up hope. You could be bald and short and still get you a tall, strong Amazonian woman that's gonna be willing to breed with you, and she's gonna protect you. Look at um. What's that nigga in DC who be like escaping shit and his wife's big barter? They got the best love story in all of DC, man. She like seven five. Love that little nigga. Be just escaping shit. She can punch Superman. He can't do that, but they just sex is wild. Go, I don't know, man. Whatever y'all think about is stupid and undo it and listen to us more. Yes. Okay, bye. You can always send us DMs and questions and we'll answer the shit like Kevin Samuels A would. Fucking concept. We just won't call you a fat linebacker bitch before we do it. Maybe. I will try my very best. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it the fucking college try. Grad school try. I don't know if that's a better... Is that a better try? I mean, you're paying more money for it. Whatever. It's a better... <laughs> She's out of there. <laughs>